Hey, everybody. Today on The Charlie Kirk Show, we dive deep into who exactly was behind the January 6th attack on our Capitol. Pink Hat Woman is arising as a top suspect as we analyze some of the tape, I think, better and differently than any other program or show out there. If you want to support us, go to charliekirk.com slash support. Email us your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com. And this episode is brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. Protect yourself from big tech and big data and big brother expressvpn.com slash charlie pink cat woman premeditation and so much more buckle up everybody here we go charlie what you've done is incredible here maybe charlie kirk is on the college campus i want you to know we are lucky to have charlie kirk charlie kirk's running the white house folks i want to thank charlie he's an incredible guy his spirit his love of this country he's done an amazing job building one of the most powerful youth organizations ever created turning point usa we will not embrace the ideas that have destroyed countries destroyed lives and we are going to fight for freedom on campuses across the country that's why we are here hey everybody charlie kirk here with isabel brown i hope you guys are doing great Uh, we are Boy, we are on top of uh, a lot of the news right now and some things that are really breaking that I want to go into, uh, including how the media has been covering what tragically happened last week and kind of some new revelations that have been coming out, which is one of the main reasons why I think that the rush to impeachment, this drive-by impeachment was such a mistake because we are still getting and gathering information as to what happened last week. Now, it might seem very simple. What happened? But do not conflate your feeling as to what happened with the detailed facts with what happened. What do I mean with that? Your feeling should be saddened, troubled, that our capital was overrun and that people died. However, there seems to be a lot of details that are now coming out that are showing that this was pre-planned. This was not necessarily just an extension of people that went to the president's speech at the Washington Monument. But first, I want to lead with this story. And I'm going to tell you how we're going to be covering this story, the story of what happened at the Capitol from this point forward. There's not an election coming up anytime soon. Anyone trying to score political points at this moment I think is doing a disservice to their listeners and their viewers. And so we are now hearing repeated calls from the media that everything on the Capitol was right-wing inspired. That's not necessarily true. John Sullivan just got arrested yesterday, who is a left-wing activist charged in the Capitol riot. John Sullivan, 26, a founder of the protest group Insurgents USA, recorded himself entering through a Capitol window. John Sullivan, by the way, was spotted by many people, uh, conservative journalists. He was on Anderson Cooper last week. He disguised himself in a Trump hat and broke into the Capitol. The Newsweek article I'm reading from says, quote, as the mob pushed through the barricades towards the Capitol, Sullivan was heard shouting, we've accomplished this bleep. We did this together. Bleep. Yeah, we're all part of this. Let's burn this bleep down. Now, he thought he might not be arrested because in past things he was involved in, there wasn't a lot of police or federal action. This is different. 
So let me just tell you one thing that I think we need to zero in on. Stop using right versus left labels with all of this. It drives me nuts. Well, right-wing protest, left-wing infiltration. The real divide of what happened at the Capitol is chaos versus order. It's not right versus left. It's not conservative versus liberal. This is not really built on ideological lines. Now, some of the people that might have followed the initial penetration into the Capitol, yeah, they might have had some ideological preferences. And we're always going to shoot at you straight here on the Charlie Kirk Show. Some of those people are Trump supporters. Some of those people are registered Republicans that voted in Republican primaries. Some of those people, like this guy, John Sullivan, is not. He was wearing a camouflage disguise. But the most telling revelation that is coming out actually pushes back against the entire reason why President Donald Trump was impeached. The reason why President Donald Trump was impeached in the shortest impeachment ever in the history of the country, probably in the history of the Western world. Never before has an impeachment or a censure been moved through that quickly. The main thesis argument that they were making is there were 300,000 people at the ellipse. President Donald Trump fired them up and deployed them to the Capitol. Therefore, everything at the Capitol was because of President Donald Trump's words and incitement. There's already a lot wrong with that argument. There's already a lot wrong with that narrative, such as what does incitement mean? Who was there at the Capitol beforehand? But now even more telling information is coming to light. We are now learning that while there were people that got mixed up into this and probably broke some windows and followed the crowd, that this is more and more looking like something that was planned and plotted with the date circled for quite some time. So I want to go through some terms here because there's a lot of terms being thrown around. What is an insurrection? An insurrection is a violent uprising against an authority or government. What is terrorism? The intentional use of violence for political or religious reasons. For the people that came to Washington, D.C., that were dressed in complete and total riot gear and then ended up participating in that kind of those acts of violence. And they had the intent to want to usurp their government through the use of violence for political or religious reasons. We would call that a domestic terrorist if BLM Incorporated was doing that. I've been to over 40 Trump rallies in the last couple of years. Isabel, you've been to a couple, right? Yeah, many. They're really fun. I have never seen anyone at a Trump rally dressed like this. Never. This guy, whomever this is, looks like he went all the way to the top level of the Capitol that you could go alongside other people with flags. Seems to be celebrating or calling people up or something. I don't want to imply what he's doing at that moment. Does he look like he's going there to go fight for election integrity? Probably not. Again, I don't want to overly stereotype, but there's hundreds and hundreds of pictures of people like this. That all of a sudden you're looking at a crowd of people that are wearing the typical MAGA hat or the typical MAGA beanie with their kind of Trump jacket. And then all of a sudden next to them you have a guy that dressed, that looks like he wants to be on SEAL Team 6. 
And so more and more information is now coming to light that what happened on January 6th was not an act of randomness. That what happened on January 6th was a pre-plotted attempt for some of these guys or whomever they are to affect violence against our system of government. Look at the pipe bombs. You look at the amount, the mace that was used against the police officers. Let's play tape here of Anderson Cooper uh, interviewing John Sullivan, who has now been arrested. Again, people call him a left-wing activist. I call him a pro-chaos activist. I'm done with right versus left. He's a chaos activist. Play tape. Uh, John, you filmed this moment on, on your phone. Just can you describe what happened? Yeah, so uh, basically all the, the protesters kind of stormed to get into the chamber. We tried to get into like uh, the main entrance right when you walked down the hallway. Uh, but that being said, nobody was able to get in because there's two guards refusing to move. So this clip, by the way, is really hard to find on any sort of clipping service like Grabian or otherwise. So we had to get someone filming their uh, television that actually had it on DVR. It's really strange. We struggled to find it. I wonder why. So this guy was trying to get in front of it, saying he was a journalist covering it, when in reality there was tape that was coming out that he said, F, yeah, F, yeah you know, this is our country. You know, this is our building. We're going to take it back. Uh, I have not seen this video until recently uh, where it seems as if this is from inside of the Capitol being taken by whom it's, it's called Uncensored TV. I, I just found it on social media of people that seem to be inside the Capitol. And this woman in the pink hat keeps on popping up in a lot of these kind of pic like when people are looking through pictures and group pictures, this woman in the pink hat seems to be sending out directions or seems to be kind of. And so what she does in this video, she walks, she goes through the window and with a bullhorn starts saying, and I'm going to paraphrase, if you want to take this building there are weak defenses on this side. Go do that. You And then you kind of hear the organizers. We need more people. We need more people. And so based on this, this is a trimmed version of the video, but based on this um, video, this video is super important because what for me is what it showed is that there were definitely organizers. Those organizers looked really out of place. One of the organizers in this video is wearing a gas mask as if he was trying to clean up Chernobyl. Um, and I think he regretted being seen on camera because he was giving orders that the gas mask on. He realized he was on camera and he puts the gas mask out almost back on completely and quickly because uh, I think he really regretted uh, being identified. Uh, now, whether again, I'm not going to people are saying these are right wing or left wing. It's irrelevant. You're inside the Capitol building trying to launch an attack on our country. You're chaos. OK, you could call it whatever you want. Insurrectionist, terrorist. You kind of you, you listen to this, but what the point is that there looks like there was a hierarchy and an organizer and people that did not come to D.C. Uh, with this in mind that got caught up in it. Does that make them innocent? Absolutely not. And that's not that's not the point. The point is that I think that these people that wanted to plan something beforehand, insurrectionists, whatever you want to call them, they all of a sudden got massive amounts of infantry support because of very angry people that were alongside of them. And so you had the instigators and the bad guys all of a sudden um, have extra bodies that they otherwise wouldn't have had. So let's play tape here and I'll keep the mic on so I can narrate it. What's the floor plan? So they're asking what is the floor plan of Capitol? 
Uh, a woman in a pink hat with a bullhorn giving orders to these other guys, some of which are draped in Trump flags, some of which are looked like they're wannabe military guys. And it just looks to be total chaos. Furniture upended. She is giving direct advice to these people on how to take the building. And these insurrectionists are saying, we need more people. We need more people. This guy right here, look, he's going to regret it in a second. He puts on his gas mask. And all of a sudden, oh, geez, I don't want to get filmed. Well, you already, yeah, go put on your gas. Does that look like a guy you've seen at a Trump rally? No. With the gas mask on like that. But then as you can kind of see, it looks like there are other people that were, you can stop the tape. But as as you could see in the tape, it looks like there were people that just looked like regular Trump supporters that were mixed in with that. And they obviously made a horrendous mistake. A lot of them have said that. And these arrests are just going to continue. And it does kind of reinforce a point that uh, the FBI was making, which is that uh, there's going to be a lot more video and tape coming out that will be very, very alarming. Uh, as it comes out and hard to disagree with that after this last video. This last video shows um, a group of people that went into the Capitol that had they were kind of having a huddle, if you will, uh, through a there was a window right there and they were trying to contemplate the best way to, in their own words, take the building. Uh, They said that they had a floor plan, uh, which infers that the leader Uh, studied the floor plan. Uh, Then about halfway through the video, uh, a woman in a pink hat who just keeps on popping up in a lot of different pictures. And I do not believe the woman in the pink hat has been arrested yet. Um, But if you know any of these guys that are doing this or they recognize you, please, you know, be uh, be helpful uh, in in trying to in trying to bring justice with this. When you have people that are saying, oh, I need to look at the floor plan. I need to look at you know, the schematics of a building, really, of the United States Capitol building. And so then she screams through the window, whomever this person is, I don't care their political affiliation with a bullhorn. She's screaming through the window and I want to get it. I want to get it written down because she was talking really um, quickly and it was really loud. But Isabel, the essence of what she was saying was, if you want to take the building, Go here, not there. Right. She was saying, I've been in the other room. Listen to me, I think. I hope we can get a transcript of that specifically. But essentially, this is the floor plan. This is what you need to know. And I can help you get in as deep to the Capitol as possible. Which is chilling um, that there's this woman was that just just so we're clear, that kind of pushes back against one narrative. And it does reinforce a different narrative that some Democrats and some Republicans are um, pushing. So one narrative that that pushes back is that 
This was just an out of control, you know, just expulsion of anger. People just ran in and they came in and they couldn't control themselves and then they got it out of their system. This advances a different narrative. Again, we're putting all these pieces of evidence together to try to find out what really happened here. This piece of narrative, if, if you have a woman with a bullhorn that's going through a window and someone who's receiving that, guy with a gas mask that looks like he's trying to navigate Chernobyl or, or Nagasaki, um, if you have that, then that goes to show that that person was just not there because they got drummed up at a rally because of something President Trump said. That woman in the pink hat, the guy that was saying, and then the other part of the video, which is interesting, um, as we get it back up, is they were saying, we need more people. We need more people as if uh, we need more personnel. And so at that point, some of the people that got worked up at the rally might have participated in that. But it seems as if there was somebody or a group of somebodies that were there that had a plan in mind. Right, Charlie. And that fits into the CNN article we were talking about yesterday as well a bit. A really important piece of the investigative reporting that's coming out after the fact of this event happening is the reality that the FBI has reported it's received more than 126,000 tips by Wednesday morning of last week. So, so that was well the before attack. the attack happened, well before the president's speech. That's not to say people didn't get caught up in the moment, yep. have a, a, a heat of the moment, no, passionate I think, I think that's what is coming, yeah, is that people then some people, not everyone. Remember, there were hundreds of thousands of people that didn't get near the Capitol that went to the permitted free speech, election integrity speech at the ellipse. There are tens of thousands of people. We don't know how many. Let's say 15,000 that then went to the Capitol. And then there are people that saw it and then they got involved. At that point, you're still criminally liable. Absolutely. However, the the it seems that according to all available reports, that there was a hierarchy. There was somebody that was planning this, that was trying to penetrate the United States Capitol. We have to find out who those people are. We do, and hold them accountable because that behavior is absolutely not okay. No, it's, it's We've terroristic. been very clear I, I don't know how else to about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, outside of the, and I think the other part of this where these, you know, these folks that did this, I, I mean, I don't want to try to, I don't want to try to imply their motives, because I don't know what their motives would be, but I think that they used a political kind of facade as an opportunity to accomplish some of their very, very evil goals and objectives. Right. Last Wednesday was a passionate day for many, many Americans in our country. We are experiencing extreme political divides right now. And when you can capitalize on a moment like that to take advantage of people's emotions to accomplish some goal, and again, we don't necessarily know what the motive behind the actions of last Wednesday was, it's a pretty easy way to make a big splash when it comes to making as much damage happen as that, possible. That, that's right. And so- uh, that video, amongst others. And so we're kind of piecing all these videos together. And the best way I can describe everything that we have been presented is it's chaos. And so it's not right-wing fundamentalism. It's not left-wing fundamentalism. It looks chaotic. So here is the transcript of what we were looking at. Can we play that video on mute? Is that possible? Bear with me. I'll do the best job I can uh, narrating. Uh, so let's play this uh, video on mute. There we go. Okay, so this is this looks to be a group of um, insurrectionists, rioters, whatever you want to call it. These guys that are wearing these sophisticated gas masks, I've never seen one of those at a Trump rally. And I'd be very interested to see how many people with sophisticated gas masks were at the ellipse. Probably very little. 
Now, people like that, she looks like more like a conventional Trump supporter, caught wrong place, wrong time, making a bad, stupid decision. And I think that there's just a mixture. It's just a chaotic mess of all of this. However, at this point of the video, as you can see on the live stream, this woman, this pink hair pat woman starts saying, hey, guys, I've been in the other room. Listen to me. In the other room on the other side of this door, right where we are, these people are standing. There's glass that if it's broken, you can drop down into a room underneath it. There's also two doors in the other room. There's also one in the rear and one in the right where you go in. So we should probably coordinate together if we're going to take this building. We're in. We got another window to break, guys, to make getting in out easy. And this window here needs to be broken. And then these guys start to say, we need more people. We need more people. They start to grab furniture and in a processional line start to go into the other room. So this woman with the, um, by the way, if you know this pink hat woman, um, please tell the authorities um, immediately. And this other guy here looks to be a leader. So whomever this journalist is or whomever filmed this, um, this is invaluable. This guy right here, um, he is saying, we need more people. Help us, help us, help us. And then all of a sudden he puts on his gas mask in kind of like a last minute. Oh my goodness, why are you filming me? Yeah, okay, now you look like a Chernobyl-like type. They go into this. Looks look like a congressional office here. This is this violates like every law. Like it's not a matter of it's not a matter of like some laws. This violates every law. Um, I'm being facetious, of course. And then they're raiding this bill. They raiding this office. Looks like they're taking devices. Uh, that this guy right here in all black. Um, and look, and it looks like a mixture, right? Mixture of people that are wearing. Uh, MAGA hats that look more conventional and people that do not look conventional at all. Uh, it looks like just to be a complete and total mess, chaos. And so, but, and then, then they go to this and they're breaking that window. Mm -hmm. And then the video continues and they break that window as per the directions of that woman, right? She had some very clear intelligence on how to take as much ground as possible in the Capitol building. And so, uh, that woman, uh, in the pink hat, Again, I, I get, we're getting a lot of emails at freedom at charliekirk.com. They say she looks like a liberal. It's completely <laughs> irrelevant. I don't care, okay? Okay, the John Sullivan guy, Sullivan guy, he looks like an instigator. He's a BLM guy. Fine. It's either you're on the side of chaos or you're the side of order, okay? Uh, the political side of this, I, I think, is overdone. I, I really do. And I, I also, you, you don't know who's representing what. They're wearing a MAGA hat. The, the, the John Sullivan guy's wearing a MAGA hat. It's... It's, it's exhausting. So it's, you're either on the side of, of decent civil conversation or you're not going to be. Um, and so uh, we have some breaking news out of D.C. Is that right? Our team is sending us some information that's been found on Twitter. As we know, D.C. looks a lot like a war zone right now. You I guys. think there are it more is... troops in D.C., than there are in Afghanistan. There are. I've been I've been told confirmation of that. It's insane to say the least. But we're hearing that there's only going to be two so-called First Amendment zones in the entirety of Washington D.C. near Pennsylvania Avenue this week. Only up to 100 people will be allowed inside each space. Anyone must go through metal detectors to get in, and they'll be escorted into the free speech or First Amendment zone. The National Park Service just announced this during a press conference. Look, I. It's hard to disagree with their line of thinking with some of this, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the entire area, I mean, is on complete lockdown, especially with what we saw. And while I am a free speech absolutist, um, that does that seems a little bit over the top. Yeah. But I think that all of us can agree that, you know, this is something happened here at the Capitol that was not just a spontaneous outrage of political results. 
And more and more evidence is coming to light to show that. And so that pink hat woman, uh, if we can find out who that pink hat woman is, I think all of a sudden she's one of the kingpins. Do your work, Internet. Yeah, find us find her. Find, find the pink hat woman. Uh, in other news, um, the shaman is uh, not a good guy. And let's see here. The shaman has come out and it says, quote, in a new court filing, strong evidence uh, shows that the shaman intended to, quote, capture and assassinate elected officials. Now, that evidence has not been made public yet in the court filing, uh, but for a prosecutor to say that and not back it up is very rare. Uh, the motion was filed in federal court in Phoenix, uh, says that Chansley should be detained because he wants to return to Washington for the inauguration. Jeez, bad idea. Um, it says, here's, a, here's what the shaman believes. Uh, Chansley has openly spoken about his belief that he is an alien, a higher being, and he is here on Earth to assent to another reality. I'm reading from NBC News. Uh, the document says, quote, I am able to perceive multiple different frequencies of light beyond my five senses, and it allows me to see into these other dimensions. He's going to be very popular mm -hmm. in prison. Uh, the fact that we had a bunch, this is what he said. He was praising and applauding what happened last week. He said, quote, the fact that we had a bunch of traders in offices hunkered down and made them put on their gas masks and retreat to their underground bunker. I consider that a win. Um, and so we'll see what happens there. But it's according to them. This is their strong evidence intended to capture and assassinate election officials. So that is uh, that is a um, that's a story in progress. Hopefully we'll hear more here within the next few days. Obviously, as more information becomes available with these court filings, the people will be able to access more of this information. So uh, let's go to uh, cut 117. Shannon Bream, who was reporting on the arrest of John Sullivan. Cut 117. As investigators trying to piece together exactly what happened last week, a left-wing social justice activist allegedly posing as a journalist was just arrested by the FBI in Utah. The FBI affidavit says he's on video egging on protesters at the Capitol. He said things like, we're about to burn this down and we ain't waiting until the next election. Jeez, professional agitation is what it is. And we'll see if there's more of that. Um... It seems that the initial arrests were people that would more identify as Trump supporters, like the electern thief, the shaman, the zip tie guy, and the guy that was wearing the helmet that looks like it was from MASH. Uh, those look like the, uh, those were the more, uh, the very eclectic group of people, by the way, that tried to storm our governments. Um, the shaman guy, the lectern guy, the zip tie guy. And now we have the BLM guy. That's what they'll always be known as. And I just want to say this. There was a U.S. gold medal Olympic winner that was arrested. What were you thinking, man? What? You won a gold medal for our country. And you, you wear the Olympic jacket into the Capitol building and start to fight police officers. Or at least push back against them. Well, and again, he's, he's allowed... Uh, representation counsel there you go he's allowed counsel and cross-examination of witnesses and the presumption of innocence i've seen the video i don't know what these guys were thinking i, I have know. no idea I, I don't know what these guys were thinking when they're going in there and they started to see that this was just unfolding and up to no good it's just not um not not good not smart um let's go right here uh let's say here 
this question. Charlie, do you think what kind of gun control legislation do you expect to get passed in the next two to four years? Uh, dramatic gun control. Um, they're going to try to register guns. They're going to try to limit uh, what they call assault rifles, which is a completely and totally made up term. So you can expect uh, dramatic uh, gun control legislation happening um, in the in the short term, uh, in the near term here, especially through executive actions. And so uh, that's going to be happening uh, very, very soon, unfortunately. Uh, email us your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com. What's going on with Operation Warp Speed? We're hearing just now that the Biden administration plans to retire Operation Warp Speed, which we know was the very effective program put into place by the Trump administration to roll out several effective vaccines against COVID-19 in record time. Just to put some things into perspective for you guys, I studied healthcare policy for my master's degree at Georgetown. And on average, it takes 10 to 15 years and around $500 million to develop a new vaccine, period, any vaccine for anything in the United States. So the fact that we got several effective vaccines in a very short period of time speaks to the leadership of this administration. But it seems that the Operation Warp Speed program will be retired from the Biden administration. It's too bad. I mean, the president did an unbelievable job responding uh, to the Chinese coronavirus. And I think that the uh, biggest um, I think that the biggest concern that I have is whether or not um and I don't think it will happen at all. Joe Biden is going to hold China accountable for the epidemiological Pearl Harbor uh, that they launched on our country. So uh, really, really tragic. Let's get to some sound here. This is John Sullivan this last summer. Play tape. Formed against our group. We out there strapped. We out there ready to burn that shit down. We out there to defend ourselves. We got to rip Trump out of that office right over there. Fucking pull him out that shit. Nah, nah, we ain't about to wait until the next election. We about to go get that mother. I ain't about that shit. Because you know what time it is? I want y'all to be after me. It's time, it's time for a revolution. For a revolution. It's, time it's time for a revolution. So it's tempting to call him a left-wing activist. That might be true. He just seems like a burn-it-down activist. Just someone that delights in the chaos and the anarchy and the discord. Uh, that is someone that seemed to have a lot of friends that were waiting there outside of the Capitol. So... This pink hat woman, and we don't know who it is. Again, if you know who the pink hat woman is, who I think she was wearing Gucci sunglasses or something. It was very Looks pretty designer. Th- th- those were designer sunglasses. <laughs> that was not something that you just pick up at the local CVS. Let me tell you. Um, she said, where is the tape? We had this written down here, didn't we? Uh, we transcribed it. Okay, here. Yeah, so she leaned into the window and she said this, the following. Hey, guys, I've been, the other, been in the other room. Listen to me. In the other room, on the other side of this door right here, where these people are standing. There's glass that if it's broken, you can drop down into a room underneath it. This is this is an invasion, okay? There's also two doors in the other room. There's one in the rear and one in the right where you go in. So we should probably coordinate together if we're going to take this building. Whoa! We're in. But we got to find another way to break the window to make getting in and out easy. And this window here needs to be broken. Pink hat woman. Now, we are loading up the clip here where she decides to go full Braveheart and get a battering ram. Uh, literally, a battering ram up against the window. Uh, there's other video that shows Pink Hat Woman running around, just running errands or something around the Capitol, just kind of calling shots. And so uh, we kind of have a still image that we'll pull up here. And we're also going to play, uh, play the tape here of Pink Hat Woman 
who seems to be kind of calling the shots. I'm looking at this picture of pink hat. Is that a fur coat? I mean, she it's, looks it's pretty well dressed. Not a for... fur coat. I'm sorry. It's a fur hood, at least. Yeah, a, a fur lined hood on her coat, it appears. Hopefully we can get this picture pulled not ex- up for you guys on not the live ex- The best dressed insurrectionist I've ever seen. She's ready. She looks great. She's ready to be filmed during the insurrection. So She's strange. definitely an organizer of what's going on here. And, you know, we saw that, obviously, with her bullhorn that she was yeah, screaming commands to other bullhorn? people through. So strange. But there's definitely something bigger going on here than just spur of the moment. Hey, everybody, let's make a decision to go inside. Yeah, this is this is more than just people's tempers boiled over. Uh, this is and all of this, by the way, completely undermines the predominant Democrat narrative, which therefore undermines impeachment which therefore undermines the Constitution. Uh, This was a drive-through impeachment and a hit-and-run attack on our Constitution. And additionally, there is a Democrat narrative that has been forming that actually ends up to be more true, but against why they impeach the president. So I'm going to play this tape here. Please, no sound in case anyone says some bad words. Um, Let's play the tape here. I'm going to narrate it for people on the window. Play tape. So this is Pink Hat Woman. Want to narrate it, Isabel? Sure. So we're seeing her start to organize a little crowd around her, saying, everybody grab this giant pole and let's slam through the window. She's repeatedly hitting the window with this giant pole, and they're breaking through into the U.S. Capitol building. Other people are standing around in the crowd looking around like, what's going on here? Am I supposed to be a part of this? So yeah, let's play this tape again. Here's a life lesson for everyone watching. When you're at right near a U.S. Capitol building, and a battering ram gets introduced, don't just sit and watch her do it. Leave, like, quickly, okay? So for these guys that are just watching as if they're watching as, you know, their seven-year-old play soccer, unfortunately, you're probably going to get arrested. I'm not saying unfortunately for the law, unfortunately for you. And you're going to say, I did nothing wrong. Well, okay, you're, you're, you're right on film right next to a woman that's trying to penetrate the U.S. Capitol building, okay? However, this pink hat woman... Was was shouting instructions into the window, and she has what looks looks like a battering ram. That's what it appears. It, this to looks me like 13th be. century Scotland that they're trying to retake Wessex or something. So <laughs> let's play the tape again, and it looks like there's simultaneously a lot of different things happening right now. Now where this is on the Capitol, uh, kind of schematic, I don't know. Right behind her is a guy dressed in all black. Do you see that? And then there's that guy kind of dressed in uh, the the yellow. The guy dressed in the yellow looks like someone who just strolled by. Wrong place, wrong time. Again, we're just judging here. On right. The guy in the black right behind her looks like a co-conspirator. If you notice, there's a guy right behind her with a fraudulent helmet that says U.S. Capitol Police. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Someone disguising themselves as U.S. Capitol Police. Now, maybe that is a U.S. Capitol Police officer. Unlikely that a U.S. Capitol Police officer would allow... A, you know, a battering ram to right. go. I, I know. I'm just saying it's un, I'm just try, one of my team members said it's not. It's not. It could be a stolen helmet. <laughs> right. Likely is. It's unlikely someone would just stand there and watch that. So happen. for that guy that just yeah. kind of turned to his friend with the CNN sucks hat. Again, when you're near trouble, get out. OK, it's just a good life lesson. OK, so let's continue to play tape here. Why is that guy? Pause it. You see how big of a backpack that guy has? I mean, that, look at all the other people around. What's in that guy with the red pack with the red backpack? One of the guy that's trying to go mm-hmm. really slow. Why would you have a red backpack like that? That's that's a massive, massive. Now, again, that does, that's not a. Maybe he's studying. 
Maybe he's on his way to get his master's. I, I don't know. I, I mean, everyone's innocent until proven guilty. But when you show up to something like this with what looks like at least 30 pounds of weight in your backpack, you're probably not walking around with books on the Hegelian dialectic. It's probably something a little bit more sinister than that. Okay, if you see the guys that are walking around like they're going skiing in Deer Valley or that they're about to go skiing in Aspen, that is not how people <laughs> dress to rallies. You, you could all of a sudden start to see the differences between people that got caught up in something, and if they broke the law, then they should be arrested. Let me be clear. Getting caught up in something is not a defense against... Oh, I got caught up. It's tough. Now, should you be given more mercy in the eye of the public? Maybe. I mean, everyone has a different story here, and everyone should get a, a lawyer and an attorney and be able to you know, go through it. This woman in the pink hat, she is she's a kingpin. She's Would an you instigator. Agree, Isabel? Absolutely. Instigator, kingpin leader. Sorry, guys. Continue to play tape. So, Charlie, this appears to be the same window that we played tape on earlier right. when she's screaming through once it's broken. Or this may be the second window she asks people to break to make it easier to get in and out of the That's, building. Th that seems right. If you know who Pink Hat Woman is or any of her friends, please uh, contact the authorities. So the best of my knowledge, Pink Hat Woman has not been arrested. Is that correct? I haven't heard anything about her arrest, so that would be news to me today. Yeah. And uh, one of our team members brought up a great point that bags that big as the red bag, uh, they're usually not even allowed at rallies. If you know this woman or if you know, you know, someone that went to the rally that dressed like this, this woman did more than just she, she's she's at one of the top levels of someone that has not yet been arrested with the most amount of evidence publicly available that goes to show that she was trying to plot something sinister against our government. Would you agree? Absolutely. That's a great analysis of the situation. And so I think it's critical that uh, we find this woman and I think our law enforcement agencies will, whomever this person is. So Dang. people that came prepared with gas masks like that, it's not going to work well in your defense. Just going to be honest with you. Now, what's going to end up happening and what should happen is that people around her are going to get arrested and she will be found. I pray. The quest to find Pink Hat Woman <laughs> continues. Uh, pink hat lady, we're on to you. Uh, someone just asked a question here. Hey, Charlie, wasn't there a pink hat rally right after Trump was elected? Yes, uh, but I don't think that that is the same hat. Different pink hats, actually. But but if you want to stand out <laughs> at anything that has anything to do with Trump anything, wear a pink hat. So let's play this tape again. Again, we've been zeroing in on the pink hat woman this program because I think that she actually is one of the keys to finding out exactly what happened here, uh, regardless of her politics, regardless of politics in general. It is so critical that we find out what happened here. So we found this video online of Pink Hat Woman um, getting some form of a battering ram. Is that right? It appears to me to be a battering ram. You said she went full Braveheart, and I loved that analogy, yeah, Charlie. Full Braveheart, trying to take the... Uh, Ford at Wessex. What do I see that doesn't really fit? Well, first of all, the gentleman next to the pink hat woman who's helping with the battering ram, 
What do you see there, Isabel? A giant red backpack. What does that probably mean? It tells me that he probably did not come from the president's speech. Charlie, you and I have been to the White House many, many times. We've had events with the president and anyone else requiring Secret Service many, many times. And clue number one about you probably weren't at the event with Secret Service security is a giant backpack. Typically, you're not even allowed to bring any bags into an event. Especially not one that big. Not even close. Right. So that goes to show that this gentleman or woman, I don't want to assume their gender. The person, <laughs> very woke of you, Charlie. I appreciate me, right? that. <laughs> I think we're going to have to ask for the rioters' uh, pronouns. Yeah, we'll, we'll have we to know before it. we move forward. <laughs> so this person with the red backpack almost assuredly did not attend the president's speech. Right. What I see also is about half of this crowd that is distracted because something else is happening on the other side of the crowd. Uh, I also see that this the man behind the pink hat woman, the guy that's dressed in all black with goggles on, that does not look like a conventional Trump supporter to me. He did not go above and beyond to try to disguise himself. Right. And it also just doesn't make sense attire choice wise for a rally or for attending a speech. It looks a lot more like this man is suiting up to go skiing in the mountains. So it it looks like. What was happening is that there was another crew bashing in windows behind the pink hat woman, but the pink hat woman was given responsibility over this point of entry. Right. Basically. And we played another tape earlier in the show, Charlie, where she once they break this window or maybe it's through a separate window right above it. She's using a bullhorn to tell people directions and the layout of the floor plan inside the Capitol building as well. And so what I also see here, though, is. People that are bystanders. Now, mind you, I'm not saying innocent bystanders, okay? But they're bystanders, and they're watching it happen. And we've talked about get get out of Dodge when this started. I mean, just you shouldn't even be up there in the first place, okay? But this guy wearing the Penguins hat um, probably looks like someone that is just confused, lost, right? I mean, not confused. I shouldn't say that. He's he's. He's got he's got himself involved in something I think he's going to really regret. Do you right. think that's a fair way to put it? Yeah, he's yeah. in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And that's uh, there's look, as I was saying with our team earlier, as we've gone through hours of this footage, it looks like there's tranches of people involved here. Right. It looks like there's just it's a mess. There's no other way to put it, which is why this is going to take time, which is also why we want to use our platform to help find these people. Right. We're reaching millions of people and I want to help find Pink Hat Woman, whomever Pink Hat Woman actually is so this this pink hat woman uh we've already we've already read her remarks twice i think uh she's talked about a schematic takeover take the building different parts of entry prosecutor is not gonna have i'm gonna i'm not a prosecutor you're not a prosecutor just based on things that are being said if there's anyone that i have seen that looks verbally and through action that actually can be tried for sedition or for terror it looks like pink hat woman is near the top of that list Again, in my complete you know, JV analysis of this, um, not to say that other people haven't, but she's the one that said, we need to take the building. I've already been in the other port of entry. And she was physically involved in the battering of this window. So let's play tape of her. Here she is. She says, I'm going to need some help. No one really decides to help her. And she's like, come on, man. Let's go. Let's do this thing. Then red backpack. Jeez, they are really going after that window. Aren't Hard they? as they can. Guys stole a Capitol Police uh, gear. What's going on at Harvard? 
Well, always crazy things happening at Harvard is the answer to that, Charlie. But as of this week, there is a new petition being circulated by four current students called Revoke Their Degrees in an attempt to try to revoke any Harvard diploma from someone who's an outspoken supporter of the president, who worked for his administration, or who objected to the Electoral College results last week on Capitol Hill. That includes Kaylee McEnany, Senator Ted Cruz, and Representative Dan Crenshaw, among many others. It's actually gaining a lot of support among current students and former students as well. And they're citing a previous incident in which Harvard decided to revoke a degree in 2010 from a Russian spy as why we should revoke degrees from Trump supporters. I think this sets a really interesting precedent for elite schools. And I'm curious to see if other East Coast elite schools will follow suit. Let's see if they follow through on it, right? Well, yeah, we'll see if if that ends up happening. But I anticipate some more petitions being circulated. I'm sure the University of Pennsylvania, another Ivy League school, is going to try to revoke Trump's degree. Uh, Don Jr. went to Pennsylvania and uh, Eric went to Georgetown. So. And Tiffany just graduated from Georgetown Law as well. So I think I'd they're going to try curious. to revoke them all. Yep. We'll see. We will see. Let's get to some new tape here of Jack Dorsey. Uh, Project Veritas. They just swing for the fences and they hit a home run every time. It's pretty amazing. James O'Keefe. Uh, let's play tape here of Jack Dorsey saying that the purge is just beginning. Play tape. You know, we, we are focused on one account right now, but this is going to be much bigger than just one account. And it's going to go on for much longer than just this day, this week, the next few weeks. It's going to go on beyond the inauguration. We have to expect that. We have to be ready for that. So the focus is certainly on this account and um, how it ties to real world violence. But also, we need to think much longer term around how these dynamics play out over time. Um, I don't believe this is going away anytime soon. He doesn't believe the censorship is going away anytime soon. Shocking. And that is Jack Dorsey. I don't know how James O'Keefe got his hands on that. It looks like a FaceTime call. It does. I think he said later on in this video, he ends up explaining a little bit more of the context. And an employee from Twitter was the one who recorded this and sent it over to Project Veritas. Pretty incredible. Very, very incredible footage. Interestingly, too, when it comes to tech censorship, we've talked a little bit about this in the last few days, but world leaders are speaking up. And mass to say that this is a horrible precedent to set banning the president of Mexico, the United States. Right? And now the president of Mexico has joined the rallying call. Uh, president Lopez Obrador says that he's going to bring up some sort of proposal in the first G20 meeting about tech censorship and how it's impacting the global society that we're living in today. Incredible. And you want to give more and more power to these tech companies. Just keep on doing what you've been doing. Uh, and that is that's that's. Different than what Jack Dorsey has said publicly. Publicly, he said, oh, it's just one account, you know, nothing more. Jack is now talking about a much broader indictment uh, of any sort of accounts that they just disagree with. Yeah. And he's saying it's really just beginning. This is going to drag on for many weeks after Inauguration Day, he's saying in this tape. So I think we can anticipate it's pretty safe to assume conservatives are going to be under attack online for a long time. Well, and a lot of these leaders that are running countries that are not even as stable as the United States, they're really worried that Twitter's going to come in and destroy their capacity to communicate with their audience. And there's going to be a lot of counter moves against Twitter that could very well destroy the company if they are not careful. Uh, India, for example, could create their own Twitter and just mandate it that American Twitter is not allowed. We're going to create our own and it's downloaded on every single phone that's purchased in India. Stuff like that is not off the table. I spoke about that with Will Chamberlain, 
uh, on our podcast this last weekend. So I want to get to Tucker Carlson last night, who basically said the media has lied to us. Uh, let's go to Tucker Carlson uh, and play tape. But facts matter. All the facts matter. And we know now that contrary to what we were told and what CNN told us, this guy was not. We were lied to, not just by the media, but by the government. And we should figure out why we were lied to and if there are more people like John Sullivan in the Capitol. We don't know if there were. Let's find out. Why not? We don't know. And we don't know if Pink Hat Woman is like John Sullivan or if she's somehow some right identitarian extremist. Both are the, the laws apply equally regardless of your political affiliation. The point is that we were told, I believe that we were told by either the FBI or the DOJ that there was no Antifa involvement in this. And that Tucker is pushing back against that narrative and saying, well, not so fast. It looks as if that there was a BLM incorporated activist that was involved in all of this. So as we kind of unpack this and the importance of this, some of you are emailing us very positively uh, at freedom at charliekirk.com trying to help us find out who Pink Hat Woman is. I want to be helpful trying to find Pink Hat Woman. It's going to be, I'm going to smile when Pink Hat Woman is arrested because, uh, again, I haven't seen all the evidence. You know, we're just, we're just a talk show here and we're able to look at stuff publicly. But you have verbal commitments to take over the U.S. Capitol, schematic uh, information, her physically being involved, instructing other people, something's not right there. And that is that is domestic terror uh, behavior. And so people are, you guys are asking, well, why does this matter? Why are you spending so much time on this? It matters a lot. First of all, I want to see people brought to justice. That's just a very simple thing. The second thing is that I don't think she's actually the most in charge person that was there. My guess is that Pink Hat Woman is part of a loose network of a couple dozen people that did not go to the rally. And her friend that was helping her with the sled, uh, the whatever the heck that was, the battering <laughs> ram, which I don't even know if it worked. I, that window seemed to have a lot of resilience. Yeah, it did. Although there was a video later on of her using a bullhorn through the broken well, window. Yeah, so it was so broken somehow. People, You'd right? think we would want this tape played as much as humanly possible to lead to any arrests to give them more information on who's organizing this. And as you said, Charlie, we really are just speculating when it comes to what's happening here. But these are the questions that everyone should be asking. And it's alarming to me that more media yeah. Yeah. aren't doing that. And so everyone needs to do their job. And maybe you've run into Pink Cat Woman before at a vegan juice bar or at a um, hot yoga class, right, AG? Uh, something like that. And maybe maybe you've run into her before. Or maybe you ran into her at a gun store. I don't know. But the point is, if you know who Pink Cat Woman is, then speak up. Okay, So because it's really important because of all the people. Okay, the guy that stole the lectern and he's smiling like a frat boy gone wrong. Yeah, he's a, you know, he, he, he broke the law and all that. I haven't seen any evidence that he was choreographing, calling shots, telling people to go to this room and caravine down here. This woman looks like a kingpin. And if you see something I'm missing, email us, freedom at charliekirk.com. We want to be helpful here. I love this new era of citizen journalism with millions of eyeballs on things. Things can really be done quicker, more efficiently. Okay, Isabel, what are we looking at? We're finding lots of tweets out there about our pink hat lady. That's her name for now, Charlie. And people are just wondering who she might be, speculating based on other images from the event that day. I'm anxious to find out who she is and see what we can do to help lead to some information about the event. We're also pulling some footage for you guys from Twitter of this large militarized group. They're all wearing tactical gear, holding on to each other's backpacks in a single file line as they march up the steps of the Capitol to get closer to yeah, the so front. We're going pl- to pull that tape in just a second here um, as we kind of continue to analyze this and walk through this. That that tape was just 
it's just absolutely stunning. It's shocking. Yeah. And of course, we're not seeing that on most media sources. So I, I wonder, you know, what the whole story is here. And I'm hoping that people start asking all the right questions. That's right. Let's get to some sound here in the meantime. Uh, let's go to Cut 107. Uh, let's go to Miranda Devine, uh, New York Post columnist on Tucker, says that the real reason that all Trump supporters, uh, you'll, you'll be able to see it. Play tape monster demonize him he's a white supremacist and from there it's just a short step to call all his the people who voted for him the 75 million americans and all their families they are white supremacists as well and the reason for that is because once you've called them the worst thing that you could you then are able to dehumanize them and you can inflict any cruelty you like on them uh, with impunity because they are now non-persons that's exactly right as soon as you begin to call people the worst thing you could possibly call them all 74 million of them then you uh you you uh, you give yourself almost moral license to be able to do whatever you want however you want to do it so I think we have the tape here uh, to show where these people are wearing uh, military and tactical gear, holding on to each other, walking towards the conflict. Is that right? That's what it appears to be to me. They're clearly marching Play up tape. the steps of the Capitol building towards those front doors and windows. So as you can see, people, it looks like they're holding on to each other. And these are not National Guard members. These are civilians. I guess professional chaos instigators and you got some are, people cheering in the crowd. Yes, let's go. Let's go. And looks like they're marching up towards the top of the Capitol in real time. And they're calling other people to come up the same. Come on up, come up, come on up is what they're saying. In tactical gear, holding on to each other as they climb up. And as we said earlier, Charlie, these aren't people that look like they came from a speech involving Secret Service security. No, you wouldn't have tactical gear on. You wouldn't have large backpacks. These people clearly were not at the president's speech. Email us your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com, freedom at charliekirk.com. Rudy Giuliani has tweeted out, what has he tweeted out? He says, I'm currently working with the FBI to expose and place total blame on over 226 members of Antifa that instigated the Capitol riot. That, we'll is, that is Rudy Giuliani's uh, latest tweet. So I'm surprised Rudy's still on Twitter. I am, too, to be honest with you. I, actually, that's the first thing that popped into my mind, amazingly. <laughs> that's uh, it's very interesting. Um, not sure how much longer Jack Dorsey is going to allow that to happen. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take some of your questions here. Uh, here's one. Uh, hey, Charlie, what is the future of the Republican Party now? Uh, basically, that's the essence of his question. Thanks so much, Bill. Well, look, the the Republican Party is now going to be determined whether or not it's going to continue to be a grassroots party, whether it's going to be a party that embraces very popular ideas of renegotiating trade deals, of stricter immigration, of challenging entrenched corporate interests, or whether it's going to go back to be a chamber of commerce party uh, that Liz Cheney wants us to go towards. Uh, Liz Cheney and people that are more in the establishment of the Republican Party. So that's why a lot of these debates and a lot of what we you know, are talking about on this program is more important than ever before, uh, because I do not want to go back to a Republican Party that just is Democrat light. That is not what I want. Um, I believe that the Republican Party needs to continue to be the party of working men and women across the country, a party that's trying to end the endless wars uh, and a party that's trying to give a voice to people that have 
quite honestly, been so severely disenfranchised for so many decades and so many years, which is exactly what the president did um, so well in his his movement over the last couple of years. And that's the direction I want the Republican Party to go to. Email us your questions. Freedom at charliekirk.com. Isabel, what's on your mind? A lot's on my mind. Again, Charlie, as it has been all week, you know, I think we've been not surprised how much crazier things have gotten day to day. But it certainly is shocking just to see the state of affairs in our country today. And ultimately, I think what this boils down to is that the left is so intent on preaching unity, that this is a time for all of us to come together, to live in the United States of America. But simultaneously, they're blanketing all conservatives with this new label of domestic terrorist led by the new Osama bin Laden, in Eric Swalwell's words, that label being placed on President Trump, and then completely erasing your ability to exist in society. They're threatening to take your social media accounts away, Mm -hmm. to take your diplomas away from where you went to college if you're a Harvard grad. They're trying to remove uh, Rudy Giuliani's ability to practice law in the state of New York from the New York Bar Association. They're trying to put people... The former mayor of New York City... Who was mayor during 9 11? That's right. Yeah. So that's the reality he used that to we're run living in. the Southern in. District of New York prosecutorial office. Yeah. That's, that's who they're trying to strip away. Let's go to cut 88 of AOC basically saying, you know, all that media stuff, social media, your ability to say stuff I don't like, that's the real problem. AOC basically pinpoints that media literacy is the true problem in our country. And we're going to have to figure that out to rein in the media environment in our country. Play cut 88. You know, I do think that uh, several members of Congress in some of my discussions have brought up uh, media literacy because that is a part of what happened here. Um, And we're going to have to figure out how we reign in our media environment so that you can't just spew disinformation and misinformation. So basically, if you have opinions that she does not like, uh, she wants to loop you into misinformation and disinformation. Look, freedom of speech is it's amazing that we have actually been able to keep freedom of speech for this long as a country. Uh, Freedom of speech is something that we have talked about many times here in this program. It is moral, but it's difficult. It's difficult because powerful people are constantly challenged when you allow freedom of speech. When you don't allow freedom of speech like in North Korea or in China, and you challenge powerful people, you disappear. And so freedom of speech is the most important thing. Now, what AOC might consider disinformation, what AOC might consider um, misinformation, we consider ulterior viewpoints. Um, When all of a sudden they start to expand the guidelines this dramatically, and look, the answer to people being incorrect or the answer to people being wrong, like her, is more speech. I'm not advocating for a law when we were in power, when we had the White House and the Senate and Congress to go censor socialist voices. That would be wrong. That would only empower them, actually. And it would also, it wouldn't wouldn't be moral in any way, shape, or form around it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is doing what most people with totalitarian impulses almost always do. Shut up the guy that challenges your power. 
And the rest of the world gets this too, Charlie. We've seen international figures it's from around the world in the last few days point the finger at big tech in America and say that is a very dangerous precedent and should not be the culture we're accepting. We're hearing that from Australia, France, Germany, Russia, Poland, Mexico, just to name a few. And that number only continues growing by the minute. So it's amazing to me that we are the stand for free speech in the world, supposedly, based on our constitution and the way that we've governed our people for so long. But now it's the rest of the world telling us you made a huge mistake. We're looking to you for leadership on this issue and it's time to step up. That is that is so incredibly true. And if we do not have speech, which AOC wants to go after because she considers it to be disinformation, then we don't have a civilization. We put up with a lot of disinformation the last couple of years. The entire Mueller, Mueller Russia hoax, the entire thing was disinformation. We put up with it. We tried to win the argument, which I think we ended up winning because we had better ideas and we had truth on our side. Whereas they want to, they, they, are, they are indulging in very dangerous totalitarian impulse. And let me just tell you something, AOC, that you might feel like you run the Democrat Party. You might feel like you have all the cards, but when the corporate Democrats are in control, which they are, they're going to want to shut you up next. If they shut us up, which they basically have through Parler and through Amazon Web Services and all this stuff, and a lot of our voices have been severely muted, you think they're going to continue to allow you to gallivant talking about how entrenched corporate Democrats have to go? You trying to think that you're not going to be shut up or silenced, AOC? They want you shut up sometimes even more than us because you're an annoyance in their own caucus. And yeah, they use some of the energy and the enthusiasm of the Democrat socialist movement to try to get in power in certain parts of the country, but they consider you a threat. So be careful, AOC, trying to go after freedom of speech because the corporate Democrats, they are not ideological. They just want insider deals that allow their companies to get significantly richer. So keep that in mind, AOC, when you start to say that people should get silenced and shut up just because they hold viewpoints that you don't like. Let's go to some more tape here. Um, I do want to go through here. Uh, a lot of you guys have been asking us. Let's go to Cut 74 of Glenn Beck. You've got, a lot of you have been emailing us, freedom at charliekirk.com, about whether why corporations are not bound by the First Amendment. I think Glenn Beck does a pretty good job of explaining this. Let's go to Cut 74. The corporation cannot curtail the liberty of press and religion of these people consistent with the purposes of the Constitution guarantees. And certainly the corporation can no more deprive people of freedom of press and religion than it can discriminate against commerce. Ownership does not always mean absolute dominion. The owners of privately held bridges, ferries, turnpikes, and railroads may not operate them as freely as a farmer does on his own farm. That's the Supreme Court of the United States in 1946. There is uh, there's so much wisdom in what he said right there. So basically... If for let's take a great example, let's say a very easy example for those of you from the Midwest, by the way, email us freedom at charliekirk.com from Chicago. There's something called I want to get the exact term for it. I think it's called the Sky Highway. Uh, it's it's called the uh, has a very specific term. Anyway, it's Interstate 90. It's privately owned as it goes into Chicago from Indiana. And it's a private it's private expressway for about 50 miles. Uh, I think it's called the Skyway. Yeah, the Chicago Skyway. That's right. Uh, and it's owned by a private group of investors and they have a toll and it's like $15, but it gets you through Chicago a lot easier. But despite it being privately owned, because they have so many people that depend on it as a thoroughfare, they can't all of a sudden put in a toll way and say, you know what? 
No Republicans are allowed to drive on our expressway. No people of hate are allowed to drive on our expressway. And what Glenn Beck, the point he's making, which is a terrific point, is that once you have the volume of the entire citizenry and the populace start to go through your enterprise, your highway, your ferry, your social media platform, then all of a sudden you become a choke point for the entire civilization. Whereas just a private farm in rural Indiana, if all of a sudden that private farm says, you know what? We're only going to allow people of faith to come onto our farm for our Bible study. You can't all of a sudden show up at that guy's farm and say, no, I want to have an American atheist meeting there. Okay, that's not the way it works. And so a lot of the private property arguments was always argued in for small businesses and medium businesses and also for even fairly large business, a couple thousand people. But once you have a platform, a highway, a ferry, an airline that has tens of millions of Americans going through it, all of a sudden you're no different than a public forum. Well, millions of people from around the world, too. That's important That's right. to remember is the rest of the world uses our social media sites to communicate as well. Totally. And so that, that is a very, very good point there. So continue to email us your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com. We want to give away some signed copies of the MAGA Doctrine. So make sure you guys are subscribed to the Charlie Kirk Show podcast. You know what to do. Sub, uh, subscribe, screenshot it, email it to us, freedom at charliekirk.com, freedom at charliekirk.com. Okay, let's get to some more questions here, freedom at charliekirk.com. Um, here's a good question. Charlie, with all the infighting, isn't America super vulnerable to attack from our more traditional enemies like Iran right now? Seems like a perfect time for someone to really disrupt our country. Or do they prefer to see us weakened, weakening ourselves from within? Mark, yeah. I mean, look, if I was an enemy of the United States, if I was China, if I was Russia, what's happening in our country is their dream. They would love to see us tear each other apart from within Uh, They delighted and mocked us when our capital was overrun. And they are in many, many, in more, in more ways than one. um, They are looking at their ultimate power grab by not invading us, but dividing the United States of America from within. And that's why true unity is so important too. the left has all these calls for unity right now. But as we've said earlier this week, it really just means get in line and behave according to our standards or else. But the United States is an anomaly to the rest of the world. We've been able to exist in harmony with people from dramatically different backgrounds for centuries. And it's that ability for us to coexist that way that's been an example for the rest of the world on how to behave. As soon as we get rid of that reality of our culture, that's when we appear weak to the rest of the world. I completely agree. And so here's an email here from Joel. Uh, And people listen to her. That's exactly right, Connor. People did listen to her as if that they were familiar with what she was saying. Uh, She had authority, it seemed as if. Okay, here's an email here, freedom at charliekirk.com from Joel. Uh, This is a complete speculation. And so just know that. (laughs) Hi, Charlie. I think law enforcement should start looking into capital staffers. Pink Cat has way too much knowledge. Her directions point to two different things. A, she has an intimate knowledge of the building layout, which would suggest inside help. B, based on the descriptive details she gave, uh, it would take some very thorough studying of building blueprints to know that you could break a window and drop down into the other room. It's a really interesting point. Either way, it really starts connecting the dots that this was indeed premeditated. Thanks, Charlie. Keep up the good work, Joel. Thank you, Joel. Um, We have no evidence besides what we've been analyzing, and it very well could be true. And so um, I think that they should absolutely get to the bottom of it through that way. Um, Here is, uh, let's get to another email here, freedom at charliekirk.com. Someone thinks that that's a a UPC pipe that they're using Hmm. uh, as the battering ram. That was a speculation from one of our listeners here. Um, let's go to one here asking about declassification. Okay. Uh, president Trump 
based on all public reports, does plan to declassify a trove of documents. Um, he does not have Twitter, so he won't be able to put them up. <laughs> and I, I would not be surprised that Twitter comes out with policies. This is just a prediction that if Trump starts to declassify stuff, they're going to start to ban accounts that then spread the declassified documents. Right. It'll be some sort of national security <laughs> yeah. risk. And that'll be they'll say the it was guideline. an illegitimate impeached president that, you know, so uh, that's just a prediction. I could just see this one ahead uh, that all of a sudden Facebook and Twitter are going to try to stunt some of these documents that are going to be spread, that are going to be uh, declassified very, very soon. So those are sadly coming. that behavior is quite predictable now after this last week. That's right. So uh, let's uh, let's get to one more question here. Freedom at charliekirk.com. Uh, let's get here uh, for Pink Cat. Can they use uh, facial recognition? She had sunglasses on, uh, which, again, it, no one else was wearing sunglasses. She was obviously trying to hide her identity. And uh, she was and there's there's closer up pictures of her, but she seemed to hide her face pretty well. Uh, I'm not the way I'm not sure the way facial recognition works, but again, she's the closest thing to a ringleader that I've seen. Uh, it looks here that she's without sunglasses and there she is with sunglasses. Um, and you find pink cat woman, a lot of your questions are going to be answered. I'm telling you right now, the way that she knew the schematics, the way that she was conducting business, this is not just someone that got caught up in this. No, uh, this is someone with inside knowledge that was communicating it to somebody else. That is not, uh, that is something that needs to be investigated absolutely immediately. If you guys want to support our program, go to charliekirk.com slash support, charliekirk.com slash support. Uh, somebody else says, hey, Charlie, in addition to Joel's statement, reading floor plans, especially for a building like the Capitol, is nearly impossible without going to architecture engineering school. I worked in architecture for 15 years, and I could tell you the plans are not intuitive. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, my father's an architect. I could tell you they're not as easy to read as you might imagine. And so uh, one of our listeners thinks that they have found another uh, video of her, and so we'll look into that, and we will uh, investigate that uh, so anything you guys are hearing or seeing, freedom at charliekirk.com, freedom at charliekirk.com. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you want to get involved with Turning Point USA, go to tpusa.com. And if you want to support us, go to charliekirk.com slash support, charliekirk.com slash support. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. God bless. Speak to you soon.